This is Matins with Khanya Ditabe and Colin York. Father Lawrence Mtuduzin Lovu. Good morning, Khanya. How are you, Father? All right, all right. You're in the faraway, well, you're out of Johannesburg. Yes, I'm in, I'm in Bethlehem. It's wonderful to wake up to birds for a change. Oh, yes. And so this is at John Paul Center, is it? Yes, it is. Wow, what a, what a place, what a beautiful place. It is uh, a beautiful place, you're quite right. Yes. Now, Father Lawrence, here we are today as we uh, remember, this is now two days before the burial of Meteresa de Boa, and it's, it's basically, it was on Thursday last week uh, that uh, this happened, that she passed away. Yes, I, I, I really could have never eaten. I prepared my day for that kind of occurrence. As you know, Thursday is a day where I spend a considerable amount of hours at Danger Veritas, saying Mass at midday and so on. But just in the morning, as I just finished my morning Mass, um, Mrs. Mary Teresa Lebois' daughter gave me a call to say, you know, she apparently she's not doing very well. They, they that is, her children are also rushing back home, and she has requested to see a priest, that is, Mrs. Lebois herself. So, they can't find their parish priest, and, 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 and so I rushed there. And by the time we all made it there, she was no longer alive. Um, and that was the end of the story. Uh, we couldn't have prepared ourselves. We really couldn't have prepared ourselves for that, considering that I had been with her uh, on Tuesday at her home, and she was very much herself, and the sort of usual conversations and kind of thing. So there we are, yes. You had uh, known Melibua for a long time, basically all your life, isn't it? Yeah, correct. I'd known Mrs. Lebua all my life, and we all come from Deep Kloof, uh, initially before Immaculate Conception was built in St. Margaret's, and she, being the person she was, um, was in leadership in the parish for many uh, terms in the, in, in, in the PPC and so on. And we had been in the choir with her children and all of that, and we struck up good friendships. And what was to become of her friendship and mine was very uh, intimate and friendly and motherly. And really, at some point, a lot of people actually thought she was my real mother. You know what I mean? Because we were, we were always together. And in terms of uh, what can you tell us, as a person who was very close to Mary, Mary Teresa Lebo, you know, we... Most people know her as, as the Immaculate Conception. When you say uh, Immaculate Conception, so they say Met Teresa Lebo. <laughs> when you say, uh, yeah, and of course uh, in the church, when you say Met Teresa Lebo in Deep Loof, they say choir. You know, the, so there is that yeah, involvement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Well, it's interesting. She was born in Alexander in Johannesburg, as you know, that very big, big, big township in Alexander. And the young Mary Teresa Lebois wasn't Catholic, you know. She became Catholic um, at school. She took to the faith, having studied in um, the Holy Cross schools, then run by the Holy Cross Sisters, where she later on taught. And she also went to study in Bidzeng, in, in Lesotho, where she had fond memories and the nuns there and all of that. And so the faith came to her through education. But my goodness, um, she took to it. Um, I admired her greatly because when I look at, looked at her life, um, she had studied, she had more than one degree 
in, in, in African languages. She was a she was an institution when it came to South Sutu. And she taught Sutu, I think about Professor Ntantamake, who is a Sutu book writer right now, who says, I fell in love with Sutu because of Mary Teresa Lebua, how she taught it, when she taught him. She was an institution in linguistics. She was a translator for the Bishop's Conference in all documents pertaining to Sisutu, and she was working on documents even right until her death for the Bishop's Conference, translations of formation systems, translations of, I mean, the entire thing. She had been a high school a high school teacher and then later became a principal for many years, for over 20 years in Sidibane Satuto in Johannesburg, Soweto. When she retired, uh, we thought her career, was that was the end of that. But no, uh, she went and worked for the Dyson School's office where she was coordinator of 10 Dyson schools, coordinating ethos and Catholic ethos uh, in, in those schools. She worked tirelessly, Kanya. I mean, I'd never met somebody who took to something, no matter what was given to her, and she ran with it. I'm not even going to begin to talk about the, her being the founder-president of the Sodality of the Immaculate Conception, Yemulo, in Johannesburg, in South Africa, and how they, she worked among with others. She is the president to spread Yemulo all across Johannesburg, all across Pretoria, Zanin, and many other places. Uh, 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 she traveled to Poland, uh, where the Sodality was found, to register South Africa as now a country that has the militia of the Immaculata founded by St. Maximilian Kolbe. She was a catechist of notes, a real teacher. She spent her entire life in catechesis. At some point, she was the Soweto um, Deanery Coordinator for Catechetics, and she was, that was her life, even to her death. She was still teaching RCIA. You know, she, she, I mean, I could go on, Kanya. She was chairing at some point the inter, 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 what do they call it? The interfaith movement in Deep Kloof, where, which was founded around Bishop Father Eddie Reese's time, and she ran with it. I served with her in the Liturgy Commission of the Diocese and of the Metro of Johannesburg, and, 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 and. And all this has also been passed on to, to her children, right? The love for the church. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, her daughter is also in the member of the, of the, of the Immaculate Conception. Her other daughters are in the choirs and the CTCs, participating in parish life, her grandchildren, and so on. And, and all of us who considered ourselves her children met her in the many journeys. And I remember about my own vocation journey. I came from a family which was very religious, but, you know, they, they didn't take easily to my vocation journey. She drove me to my seminary for the first day when I went there. She drove me when I was flying to London to study. She was there. You know, I was sitting with her, choosing readings for my own ordination. You know, I, she really gave. She really gave herself. And, you know, like all people who work hard, she also had her critics, People who, what I call the armchair critics, the ones who do nothing but have a lot to say, but they could never measure up or match the work that she was doing. And that's uh, Mary Teresa de Boa that we're talking about. 
She was, of course, the president of the Immaculate Conception Sodality here in Johannesburg. In fact, take a listen to this. There we go. The time is 8.37 on Radio Veritas. If you've just joined us, welcome to the program. My name is Father Emil, and it's always good to have you with us on your very own Catholic radio station. Now, this time I always interview somebody, and now I'm going to be speaking to uh, Mary Teresa Lebua, and she's of the Immaculate Conception Sodality. Makemolo. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Father Emil. Good morning, Dad. And you're taking a pilgrimage to Lesotho. Yes, Father, we are this this weekend. Father, we go to Lesotho yes. specifically because uh, the the Sodality of the Immaculate Conception was founded by Reverend Father John Leuda around the 50s. That Sodality was brought to us by a lady, Mpo Malisela Masa now, in 1987. She she was a migrant worker, and she visited St. Margaret. And then he was invited by the priest to come over to the pulpit and explain who she is and what she stands for. Mm-hmm. And at the end of her talk, she invited those who are interested to come and get more. So some of us, ten of us, uh, quickly went to, ran to her. Mm-hmm. Then she explained, and that's how we joined. Okay. So, Is she still alive? No, she died three years ago. Okay. She died three years ago. May her soul rest in peace. Because I'm sure so, that... So, Father, the visit to the Lesotho specifically... Uh, we are going back to the founders of this sodality. Right. Because this year, the sodality internationally, it's an international sodality. So internationally, the, the sodality celebrates its centenary. Okay, my word. So this visit to Lesotho, it's a build up towards the centenary. Okay. Wow, so, so we go to Maseru, mm-hmm. where Mempo comes from. Right. Uh, her, her parish was uh, the cathedral, Our Lady of Victories. Yes. And Father Liuda was from Liribe at the parish of St. Monica's. So there you go, Father Lawrence. You can actually hear the passion uh, that she has about the church and about the sodality of the Immaculate Conception. I mean, right until the end. You know, the last conversation that I had with her, as you know now, I'm priest in Rodiport, and I said to her, you know, there's no Gemulo in Rodiport, and she was passionate, putting me through with the binary chair there and the Dyson chair, they will compass it and all of that. She was, <laughs> Gemulo was <clears throat> her greatest love. In fact, the, our Blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, was her greatest love. Not only just by dress and all of these things, she read a lot. I fell in love with St. Maximilian Colby and my devotion to that, uh, to that saint because she had bought me a book about Colby. She had introduced me to, to him. She had introduced me to St. Catherine Labore, who the Miraculous Medal comes from. You know, she was so passionate that even her own family sometimes would say, no, Mama, I think it's all right. You don't have to go there. You know, you know she often had a foot broken or something, but didn't, that didn't stop her from attending and, and, and then presenting her last talk on the, on the Assumption, where he, she had given a long talk on the founding of Gemulo, yes. to the groups there that were there for, of Gemulo. 
So she was so passionate, and I just pray to God that something of that passion could be in us and in those that remain in that totality. I cannot say, Kanya, one personally isn't devastated. We are really devastated because, you know, when somebody is part of your life, like a week won't end or, a, you know, without you talking to them, you have to learn anew to find new patterns, new people, new whatever, all of that. And that kind of passion and companionship and friendship and religious and firmness and fervor in the faith and passion, I don't think one, I will ever meet a lay person like that in recent time. And Father Lawrence, uh, from all of us at uh, Radio Veritas, uh, our condolences and sympathies to you and the family, Yahalewoa. We're so grateful as uh, the memorial service takes place today. Uh, I think it is, it is at 11 at uh, St. Margaret's. And the funeral on Thursday starts at 7 to 10 o'clock at St. Margaret's, where it all began for her. She was in love with that place. And I, I trust that we will be able... In fact, it was so funny. She always said when she dies, she doesn't want speeches, she doesn't want whatever. She just wants a good mess, and that's it. And, that's and I hope it. we'll be able to give her that on Thursday. Okay, so memorial service today at 11, that's uh, at St. Margaret's. Yes. And then uh, the funeral uh, on Thursday, and that will be from 7 to 10. Uh, yes. And, and that's also at St. Margaret's. Father Lawrence, once again, thank you very much for your time. Blessings to all. God bless.